0: Today's episode is brought to you by Slater's 50-50 and Tua-T Fitness. The Everything Sequel Podcast contains explicit language. Because we learned it from you, Dad! Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast, the Jaws Edition. My name is Michael Schantz. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. With me... In Chula Vista, in the tent, Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. Say hi, Tom. It's just (laughs) bluefish! One of my favorite moments.
1: (laughs) Me too, clearly.
0: Well, here we are. We're in the time of COVID. Uh, I am baking in the closet. You are baking in the tent. Uh, But we're going to be talking about the Jaws sequels. Today, we're talking about... 1978's Jaws 2. Am I saying this right? Directed by Jeannot Zwark. Does that sound right to you?
1: Yes, uh, that does sound right to me. I'm glad you were the first of us to say that, because now I can blame <laughs> you for getting it wrong. But uh, this guy, um, this this uh, this is one of our. It's a little bit of connective tissue to our right. previous podcast. Because do you know which uh, which other um, franchise sequel he directed? Indeed, I do. Supergirl. Supergirl. Yeah, he's the director yeah. of Supergirl. It's an interest. He's he's uh, like an. I, I checked out his IMDb, and uh, not only does he have um, Supergirl and also Santa Claus the movie um, wow. to, his, to his name, but he did a lot of Universal Television, which was also Spielberg's apprenticeship in. Uh, mm-hmm. in in movie making and in, in directing. So I do wonder if they if by giving in this jaws they were trying to um, they were trying to float him as the new Spielberg, the new one Yeah character. I
0: had actually another connection to uh, the Superman series because he directed somewhere in time, which was sort of the movie they agreed to let Christopher Reeve make if he came back for one of the movies like I, I assume Superman 2 or Superman three I don't remember. Wow. But there was, like, some connective tissue there as well.
1: That's uh, it's really, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, and, you know, we're moving on from uh, Superman to the Jaws sequel. They're both sequel trilogies. Yeah. Um, and while, you know, the, the Superman sequel trilogy was always envisioned as a film series, uh, and Superman, you know, right from the comic books has always been serial in nature. Sure. With this, these are extraneous sequels that do nothing but complicate the legacy of the original.
0: Uh, right.
1: these, these were devised so, after, the, after the fact. Um, and to make money. <laughs> to make money. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, you know, the, one of the, the big points of contrast from the Superman franchise is that it's a, very, it's a, a genuine attempt to continue the story of the Brody family. Uh, in an albeit convoluted way, and only through the prism of shark attacks. But right. But still, you know, uh, <laughs> we we have an idea. You know what, what Stallone. The tragedy
0: talks, that possessed this poor family, that yeah. follows this family around. I mean, it's 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 uh, astonishing, frankly. But you know, um,
1: when Stallone talks about the Rocky sequels, it's like, you know, you really do feel there was this genuine attempt to continue the story that he feels like he has more to say. And I think yeah. that's arguable of these films as well, despite their uh, many
0: and varying flaws. Sure. Well, the reason I was so interested in doing Jaws is, you know, full disclosure, the original Jaws is my all time favorite movie.
1: Wow. I yeah. did not
0: know that. It is.
1: So you must you must have a, a really interesting perspective on these films. Because yeah, I I was I, I I um not to I mean this is not what I thought would be disagreeing about, but uh, I've always felt uh, the original Jaws is a little bit overrated. Um, I I know that's you know, you're know you a monster. I'm a monster. You're but a monster. Listen, listen. I I'm not. There's I, I there's a lot I like about Jaws. I have this. I have that general opinion about a lot of Spielberg movies i think he peeks at jewel and everything after that is like a everything from the sugarland express onwards is a disappointment for me so that's my <laughs> own that's my own problem but it's so clearly funny. you <laughs> should
0: seek professional help but it's great
1: uh i didn't realize this is the case but we're, we are literally coming at this from opposite angles because uh uh while I've never seen Jaws and uh, Jaws Two and Jaws Three D before um, preparing for this podcast, actually the first Jaws film I saw was Jaws: The Revenge, and I wow, what a place to there. start! Yeah, <laughs> this was the main the main event of a, a sleepover that I had as a kid was Jaws: The Revenge on TV.
0: Oh, um, did that mom hate her kid and all her his his friends like? <laughs> so, we
1: are li- what, what uh, without without knowing that, that this is the case we're coming at this literally from we're meeting in the middle. Um, well, you know, it's 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 uh you know, it's fate. It's got to be let's, fate. yeah,
0: let's get into it. So, uh obviously the first thing we're going to have to do in the Everything Sequel podcast when we start a new movie, we're going to rank them. Yes. So, Tom. Mhm. How do you rank these movies? Would you like to go first? Would you like me to go first? I'd like what... you to go first. All right. I'm... <laughs> I I have to tell you, this was difficult for me. Yeah, I agree. It's hard to, to separate uh, my mind from my heart. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, at the end of the day, though, uh, I am going two, three, four. Two is the best. Three is the middle. Four, abject horror.
1: Okay, okay. And you. Uh, well, as with you, you know, I, I, like, like the victim of a shark attack, I, I was torn. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, I, I am, I am, I'm going to say a set of numbers, which will not appear to make sense, um, to, to yeah. anyone
0: at this point. I'm starting I'm, to get used to that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Based on a, one single podcast, I might add. Well, there were,
1: yeah, there were two, there were two abiding principles uh, of my feelings about what a sequel is and what a sequel should be um, that make me go three four two what
0: the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just okay. i just
1: threw an electromagnetic device into a shark's mouth <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you most certainly did. Like, so now we have to get into quickly. Our next segment is yes. always going to be good, bad. uh huh So, yes. Am I to understand that you're saying Jaws 3 good, Jaws 4 good, Jaws 2 bad? Or where do you lie? I'm going to go uh, Jaws
1: 2 bad, Jaws 3 good, Jaws 4 bad. All right. But but, but uh, less bad than Jaws 2.
0: No, is that right? Yes, less bad than Jaws 2. You have two bads and a good. I have two bads and a good. Well, I got to tell you, I was so interested in having this conversation with you because um, I thought maybe we would fight over Jaws 3. Um, we will. The reason... <laughs> <Yeah>, the <laughs> The reason the ranking was so difficult for me, and I'm trying to separate my mind from my heart, is um, most people that see Jaws 3D think this is a ridiculous movie, like yes. a really bad movie. Uh-huh. I think Jaws 2 is a good movie. I know for a fact Jaws 4 is a bad movie. Yes. Is Jaws 3 a good movie? You know, some people's minds might want to say, oh, yeah, that's a bad movie. But in my heart, is it a good movie? Yes. 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 A thousand times. Yes. I love this movie. This movie is a good movie just based solely on Lou Gossett Jr. <laughs> this movie is a good movie based on a single line. You're talking about some damn shark's mother. Like, yeah. this movie's fantastic. Obviously, we're not going to be getting to Jaws 3 or 4 in this particular podcast, we will be getting to them in the future. Look for those, please, listeners, on uh, wherever you find your podcast today. It's all about Jaws 2, the Jean Jeanneau Zwark 1978 movie. It almost sounds like Shark. Yeah. <laughs> He's almost like jo- They Maybe they hired him because his name sounded
1: like Shark. They thought he'll be able to direct the <laughs> movie. He should be able
0: to do it, right? All right, let's get into it. This is a movie, uh, 1978. This is three years after the original Jaws. Uh, as my understanding is, they had about a $20 million budget, but it cost about $30 million. Made $81 million in the U.S., $187 million worldwide. Mm. Tom, yeah, you say this is a bad movie. Tell me why. Um, well, the, the movie begins with uh,
1: divers um, circling the wreck of the orca which is the boat from the original movie and taking uh, posing in front of us, uh, posing, uh, while they take photographs around typical
0: bro shots, you know, showing their muscles.
1: And if there's a, if there's a better metaphor for what Jaws two does with the legacy (laughs) of Jaws, um, I haven't found it. This is like a beat by beat reenactment of the original, um, they they, they had the same characters with exactly the same character dynamics, exactly the same conflicts. Um, anyone who's not there, there's a kind of surrogate for them uh, to remind us that, that they existed in the previous movie. We carry through the same themes. Um, it really is, you know, it, it's, it's, uh,
0: there's really nothing new here. Um, I and, cannot disagree. Yeah. You're right about that. And yet for me, for some reason, it works. I don't know why it works. It just does. Maybe it's because we're upping the ante. Maybe because the yeah. shark gets burned. Maybe because... <laughs> you're
1: like, here's we one have, thing we I want to talk have about. A We have a disfigured shark. So yeah. Hollywood's disabled villain trope extends also to wildlife.
0: So on, on the point of you're talking about, you know, the same dynamics, the same yeah. problems, the same characters... Because you know we talked uh, in the Superman podcast about bringing everybody back, and th- right. that's one thing this movie does do. But yes. my very first question about Jaws Two, which don't get me wrong, has plenty of problems, is why the fuck is that mayor still the mayor? <laughs> well, this was a this was the a, kids are much older, so it, there must have been another election. Like this guy got reelected. It was
1: a, yeah, and, and and recently it was a popular meme to. Uh, to like spread the word about why it's important to vote in local elections uh was the the, the example of Ju- the mayor in Jaws 2 is still the mayor after all you know after what he does right. in the first movie which he you know repeats uh you know um verbatim yeah uh, in this movie with the help of a of a property developer Um, and yeah, I, I mean, that, that is, there is a sort of sense of, it's more important to bring everyone back
0: and get everyone back in the right place. Yeah. I love that the mayor says things like, don't press it this time, Martin. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I mean, Martin doesn't even say, Hey, asshole, I was right last time. The only
1: time, the only time I sort of, I thought, uh, that this is kind of that his behavior is excusable is if, like every week Brody comes into the town hall meeting and says there's a shark.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. In which case it would be like, if you know, we there had would be a backstory that like he was super paranoid <laughs> and every week for the past 6 years he's like, you know, I think we got a shark. Yeah, and then I it could understand sense then.
1: I could understand the fatigue there. Um, so you know, it's interesting because, you know, it's uh, that it's been likened to this problem we have of like reelecting the same bullshit politicians again and again who repeat the same mistakes uh, right. but i don't think that was the original intention i think it really was about they thought uh, yeah because
0: there's another jaws uh theme or rather a jaws meme about covid where it just has four boxes and you know the shark is covid and uh the, i'll just cut to the joke the mayor is trump yeah <laughs> you know just ignoring
1: yeah it's um so i i, I don't think I don't think it's it's anything other than an attempt to recreate that chemistry of the original. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but it's 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 not a it's not a particularly interesting choice. It's nice to see it's nice to see them back. You know, it's nice to. Uh, I think, of of the whole cast, I'm really glad Roy Schneider came back. I think I'm probably happier oh, about mu- that. Decision. Very much
0: against his will. Yeah, I was going to
1: say, I'm happier about the decision than he clearly is. Uh, <laughs> I think in the opening party scene, um, there's a kind of celebration uh, going on. And I do wonder whether they uh, wrote around his boredom in that scene, whether Roy Schneider was just going around sighing and looking bored. And they were like, okay, so we've got to make it that Brody is unhappy to be here right because right otherwise... yeah exactly <laughs> otherwise roy schneider looks like he doesn't want to be here as an actor
0: um and <laughs> now, he apparently did, and, you know, him he... and he, apparently him and the director uh came to like fisticuffs on the set once and mm. had to be separated that's how much they hated working together he does a marvelous job i i, I had that, that yeah yeah he's times. so good in it to me he, he has know? two
1: or three scenes uh, which are pure magic his drunk scene is great um, all his drunk scenes are great through, yeah. you know <laughs> uh, so I think I, he you know he has some nice stuff with his kids in this movie too um mm-hmm. so yeah I, I I think and you know the, the acting is fine I think I don't think the direction is particularly bad some of the suspenseful stuff which kind of harkens back to the original is done perfectly competently but yeah. uh, you know even with my you know muted, uh, appreciation for Jaws, you know, I can tell the difference between what Spielberg's doing and what uh, Mr. Shark is doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, to be clear, let us uh, it's a clearly obvious this movie is not up to the Spielberg original um, in no way, shape, or form. For me, it's just um, one of those things of at the end of the movie, do you think to yourself, did I enjoy that? And anytime I watch Jaws 2, I'll always think, I enjoyed that. There's oh, okay. lots of nonsense and stupidity and plenty of stupid shit, but I like that movie.
1: Yeah, my my I I, I didn't I did not enjoy it, and um, while you know you're always gonna get in having the same people return and having like a competent director, uh, you're always gonna get something that's mildly diverting, if not occasionally entertaining. Uh, the whole the whole exercise is just one of, of um, futility for me. You know, that the 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 changes that are there are so minor and so kind of mercenary to use a nautical term. Um, <laughs> uh, I think, you know, that they're, they're obviously trying to they're trying to capitalize on the, the success of Jaws as a franchise. They're also trying to push it a little bit in the direction of a teen sex comedy at times um and that's one of
0: the parts i like i like that they're not completely focused on the adults like i thought that was a good switch up and and you know upping the gore factor and and you know
1: to me the 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 you know when they when they go against the the logic of the original the things that everyone loved about the original movie um they they really struggle you know compared to the shark of the original movie, the jaws of the the you know the titular jaws. Yes. This this you know that their titular jaws was a shrinking violet compared to this shark. Right. The shark is everywhere. It's almost as if the studio gave a note saying, "Make sure you show more of the shark this time." Um, that was his
0: choice. Actually, he thought really. there's no sense in hiding the shark because <laughs> we've seen it. <laughs> from the first movie, so you know we gotta go on.
1: You are um, not
0: serious. But I that, am that, serious. That,
1: he going, oh my! I did not see that. I did not see that. But I cannot believe this man was put in charge of a Jaws movie when his. All right. Well, principal. we're just
0: getting into it, ladies oh, and my gentlemen. God. Well, I, <laughs> Thomas apoplectic. I won this round. <laughs> we're 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 gonna be talking more about Jaws two when we come back right after this. Stay tuned. Look. People, we're living in strange times. We know that, don't we? Of course we do. People don't even know what to do with themselves. We're getting stir-crazy. Well, get outside and get yourself some great food, I say. You need to go to Slater's 50-50 and Point Loma's Liberty Station. It's time to treat yourself to booze, to beer, to burgers, and more. They have their full menu, people. Their full menu, I say. How many restaurants do you know that are doing that? Most places are doing a quarter of their menu, probably. Some might be doing a half. Maybe a few have got three quarters of a menu. But Slater's 50-50 has their full menu, including their signature 50-50 patty. It's half-ground beef. It's half-ground bacon. It's 100% delicious. What more can you possibly ask? Worried about social distancing? Well, it is in place, people. Tables are separated, and the staff will always be seen wearing masks. You're out of excuses. Get off your keister and come on down to Liberty Station's own Slater's 50-50. Indoor dining available. Outdoor dining available. Bring the family. Bring your dog. Come enjoy the normal again. Good day to you. I said good day. Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out 2AT Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. 2AT Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're gonna find a variety of exercises. You're gonna have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out 2AT Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not gonna meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we're back. So we just got done uh having Tom lament about these mistakes of our director, Jean Um uh, let's uh let's get into the real meat of this movie. What you know, the interesting thing to be about this movie, Tom, is um the 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 sequel, Jaws the Revenge, is all about this shark taking revenge on the Brody family. Yes. And the train tracks to that are laid down in in Jaws two, I agree. The idea of seeing this orca at the beginning of the movie, this killer whale washes up on shore, and he's thinking, you know, if one shark was attacked, would another shark? And the uh, biologist says, "Sharks don't take things personally, Mr. Brody." Exactly. Of course, not not until Jaws four. <laughs> <laughs> I had exactly the same note, and you know,
1: I think it. This it's it, there's many things we can say about Jaws four, but the idea that is that is this huge left turn in the in the series is is kind of dispelled by the even having this conversation in jaws 2 you know even contemplating the idea that this shark is out for revenge um, is uh, right it, it and you know we we'll, we'll, and we'll get into jaws 3d in the next episode and uh, i think even in that you know we're we're establishing this idea that these sharks are um, uh they you know they have a they have a a, a psycho in a life
0: yeah they have a sixth sense for the brody family for sure <laughs> um, um so it's not but also yeah. you know what i want to talk about too is not only do these sharks seem to be taking it personally against the brody family but you know what else i notice watching all the sequels these sharks really seem to hate transportation yes the number of transportation vehicles like in jaws 2 this shark attacks like eight different boats and Mm -hmm. a helicopter yeah this shark is taking no guff from motorized vehicles of any kind that's absolutely right um
1: and uh it is you know we i guess one of the one of the the slight differences from the original, which sort of, which you know, I'll concede, sort of works, is this kind of lifeboat uh, idea. This kind of Lord of the Flies um, kids trapped on a boat. Uh, uh-huh. s- yeah, this is a sort of slightly this. Like, it's going in a slightly different direction, of course. Until Roy Schneider, Roy Schneider kind of comes to save the comes day. to save the day on a
0: on a boat. Um, once again, also, uh, in these movies, you know, there's the setup. There's always a reference to what's going to kill the shark early in the movie. The, you're talking about the under, underwater wire? Yeah. The power cable? Yeah, absolutely, which is a shame. And they do it in each of the movies. Yes, they from, do. From the original through the end. And we
1: talked about this in Superman 3 with the acid...
0: Which you yeah
1: know, yeah is, could, yeah it's, I wonder if I'll see that again. I wonder if I'll see that again. And I, I was I was actually duped in that moment to just thinking it was a lovely kind of fake out bit of bathos that that is kind of similar to a lot of what they do in the original, where you think you're going to see the shark and you don't. But of course, this movie, every time you you think you're gonna you think whatever you're going to see is going to turn out to be nothing, it's something. It's something. There's an amazing, uh, a really well done sequence where Roy Scheider walks out into the ocean. um, He sees some kind of driftwood. Yeah, that's one of my
0: favorite moments. It's a good scare.
1: It's a a very good scare. And he finds, but he finds uh, rotting corpses. And I sort of think, well, that sequence would have been even better if, you know, we built up all the suspense and it was just like, you know. Uh, like uh, a dinghy or something, you know, something really innocuous. Right. But they, this, that is not what, yeah, clearly, the director's philosophy was, uh, we want this, you know, we want this shark to be going around like an Alfred Hitchcock cameo for the entire movie. Just yeah. like, just like, here I
0: am! Well, <laughs> Hi, guys! And the, malevolence of, the malevolence of this shark is so great, such that, you know, this shark can... Um, explode a boat and light people on fire (laughs) yeah and and this shark could do some damage brother they they want to you've already said it i think they want they want to up the
1: ante they want to take you know and and it is it is literally like uh you know we'll do the thing from the first movie like we want to see the shark on fire and then we'll take it one step further and we'll add in an explosion we'll have steam coming out of its eyes uh you know that kind of uh it's 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 like a it, I think that was it's, it's probably a, a kind happy of, accident. It was sort of a like a <laughs> uh, a yes and kind of uh, yeah, there you go. A to to filmmaking. Yes and steam comes out of its eyes. Yes and uh, the shark is disfigured. You know it's 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 so I'm all you know. Believe me, I, I I wanted this film to do something different with the idea, but every time it does, it's so kind of. Uh, trite the way it it uh, the way it tries to what the ante and so blatantly um saying oh you remember this well now we're gonna add this uh, Yeah. That, uh that it just I find it really like off-putting. I
0: said you're not you're not wrong about that but uh you know I suppose it's the degree to which it bothers you you know one of the things I like about this movie are um uh, you know there's like little touches in it you know I love that that uh Brody comes home one night and he's feeling uh pretty shitty because he just got fired and he's drunk yeah um you see the uh barrels from the original movie sitting on his porch as planters you know that kind of thing (laughs) that is a nice that is a nice touch and it's 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 like a fully realized you know understanding that that it feels like um the brody's life is fully lived you know
1: they do everything but um uh And this is not true of the movies that will follow. They do everything but show footage of the first movie. Like they—they're trying to find this way to show you things that you wanna—you wanna see that were in the first movie, like the wreck of the Orca. There's a there's a scene where he's in the photograph lab, and you know he's developing the photos of the wreck of the Orca, and it's like this is just a way around not having to like have a flashback to the first movie. This is like, <laughs> yeah. and then the planters. So, you know, they're, they're still thinking, you know, the
0: he calls Hooper, you know, he tries to yeah. get a hold of Hooper, but he's gone. You know, th- those little things I like. There's a,
1: there's a um, moment very early on where um, Roy, uh, Roy Scheider points to a, a sailor, a, a kind of maritime type, an old grizzly maritime type and says the old man in the sea. And yeah. it's obviously trying to make you think of Robert Shaw. But that's the last we see of that guy. Take the old man in the sea with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, um, you know it's slim it's slim pickings. Although you know it, it uh, there are some big breakthroughs in this movie. It's the first uh, first screen appearance of Napoleon Dynamite. Is it? Yes, indeed, absolutely. <laughs>
0: You remember that kid who looks exactly like Napoleon Dynamite? I think Dynamite? you just mean he looks exactly oh, like that, him, right? Yeah, no,
1: I mean, identical. And the kid he you hangs... you scaring
0: me. I thought you meant like a baby in the
1: movie <laughs> was actually him. And the kid that he's hanging around with, these are the two the two nerd characters, which is where the kind of team. Yeah, yeah, sex his name's comedy Ke- comes in.
0: somebody, And it's Keith the... Gordon yeah. who, you know, goes on to uh, back to school and Christine right. and, and is now a director, directs... Uh, horrible boss movies and um, <laughs> oh that's a pretty that's that's pretty remarkable um yeah and the, the, the kitty kiddie- but i love that sort of subplot um oh poor nerds yes storyline that you know pops in for 30 seconds maybe once every 45 exactly. to 60 minutes <laughs> exactly
1: and and uh, the kid the kid he's with is uh looks alarmingly like a young steven spielberg have you ever see yeah. pictures of it? So I do wonder whether they're trying to sort of uh, throw in these little well, in nods addition, to, there's, uh... to the fact that Spielberg, you know, is uh, not not around anymore. But remember when he directed this great movie? That this is not.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and obviously they're trying to get uh, you know the teenagers in um, to the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the story solely focused in the second half on the plight of the teenagers. Um, you got Donna Wilkes in there as the, uh, you know, the, the, what is it, cousin from out of town nah. that all the guys are ina- enamored with. Um, you know, sharp listeners might remember her from the Angel movie, oh. uh, high school honor student by day and Hollywood hooker by night, uh, where she starts killing people if I, if memory serves.
1: Yeah. And, um, um it's it's uh, it's
0: let me tell I'll tell you one thing about her character though she is not good in an emergency
1: no.
0: <laughs> um, it's her motto is full panic at all times <laughs> that's the way I'm coming out
1: I, I have absolutely no opinion on this as good or bad but you, you, they are trying to recreate the because uh, the first movie as I understand and it's your favorite movie you can correct me if I'm wrong is about um, the the generation gap between three separate generations the, yeah the baby for sure the baby boomers uh the the hippies and the greatest generation like on, yeah. the, they're all on that boat at the end i mean lots of people right. have made this observation that you, you've got these these three different american generations like all trying to survive together on the same mm-hmm. boat you know as a metaphor for america and the, this this film does the same thing. Like thematically, we you know we have the we still the baby boomers. You know that they, they become the senior partners of this. Uh, the, you know the of this right. triangle. You've got um, the Gen Xers represented by Mike and his waster teen friends.
0: Um, yeah, one of my favorite parts of Mike is when uh, you know Brody finally finds him, and he's like, "Are you okay?" And he says. Uh, um, he tells him that Sean was with him. Yeah he goes, Sean's out there. He goes what? Yeah and he says lo- he wanted to come. It's okay, isn't it? It's a lo- it's a lovely... it's the most ridiculous question.
1: But it's a great turn and, and China plays that so well, that sort of loving father too. What you, you the, the kid would you left the kid that we like out there
0: to yeah. die <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, um and you then could even f- argue that we go back generations by having abraham lincoln try to save them in a in a helicopter <laughs> at one point <laughs> um yeah that, that that's uh um and actually that particular scene is it, it's like it, it's kind of a disappointment to me in the original film because um I didn't see it originally in the theaters. Mm -hmm. Uh, My parents wouldn't take me to that movie at at that age. I must have been six or seven. Um, But on the TV run of the movie there's an extra scene in there where the shark attacks the helicopter pilot underwater and also hits Uh, a jellyfish uh, on his way to to attacking him and it's just one of those things where i think that's magnificent he's just a jellyfish in his way he just goes right through it and then eats a helicopter pilot and then he gets caught in a lobster trap
1: and Uh, then you know a dolphin starts Starts raping him. It's like, yeah. Um, well, now we're... <laughs> well, we're what, you know, And the final, you know, the final... What they add on, which, again, I don't have any opinion either way about this. Uh, Sean, you know, uh, and I don't know what this generation... Sean's generation is referred to. I will refer to them as the Watergate babies. Because <laughs> this kid is born <laughs> lying to his parents. Oh, yeah. When, when he's finally discovered by Roy Scheider, he says... They told you know that he blames Mike for saying he had to come. I'm like, this is a, right. this is a this is a sour note to end the film on. I think <laughs> you know. To, but basically, you know, it's like saying, okay.
0: It's certainly a clear view into the dynamics of that family. Yeah,
1: it's like you thought the you know you thought the last generation was was uh, you know a bunch of losers. Well, these kids are just gonna spend the next. Uh, 20, 30 years lying to people about what's real in the world, which is exactly what happens. <laughs> which and, is what happens. So, so this, I'm glad. You know, this, uh, I don't know. I'm glad. I, I, it's. You can see that they're trying to do the same, the same thing thematically as they did in the first film. With, uh, with each right, you know, for
0: sure. Yeah. So let me ask you this, because yeah. we're coming to the end of it. For me, for my money, Jaws two. One of the reasons I listed above jaws 3 is i think it has for the sequels the best shark death scene i think it looks the best i think it's directed the best i think it looks the best um the kids are all being attacked you know it happens over and over and over again um and then roy scheider comes to save the day we got the electrical wire and the electrocution yes am i right about this or am i Um, wrong where do you stand I, I, I think it's a perfectly good sequence.
1: I have no issue with the way that the, the suspense and the action is directed in this movie. I think it's, it's done, like, perfectly well. Uh, what kind of undermines it a little bit? I, I have a problem with the ending of the movie rather than that sequence. I think, if the, the, first of all, the credits... You mean referring back to his kid and... No, the credits roll as the film is in progress, which, oh, is, okay. which is never a good sign that this movie's been thought through. <laughs> um we don't get this no one gets their comeuppance he doesn't get to go back to amity and stick it to the people who've wronged him before uh i mean right. based on based on based on uh on history uh they would just make all the same mistakes all over again regardless of how For many sure. sharks come in but still you know i wanted that scene especially because this-
0: there are lingering questions does he get his yeah. job back
1: You know, I think I think what it would have been a stronger ending, given how things would go, is that we uh, is that uh, actually we see Brody succumb to a shark attack for good because they have to kill him off in in later movie in a very uh, we'll talk about it later. Strange way. Very strange (laughs) way.
0: When they talk about it, it's hilarious. Uh,
1: And, you know, um, I think it's it would have been nice for him to to have had some kind of uh, um, I mean, my reference point for, for. we we're never going to have to do these movies because I have all my examples come from here. But in the Planet of the Apes, the first Planet of the Apes sequel, Charlton Heston had it in his contract that he had to be killed because he didn't want to do right. another yeah. movie. And I think if some, I mean, Roy Schneider
0: was doing this as a contractual obligation. Um, it's the only reason he did yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so you know, it would. And he had to do two more movies, I think, for Universal, and they said if you do Jaws two, we'll let you out right. of the contract. Yeah. Exactly. Um, So it would have been nice if if
1: they'd have done him a favor and and given him a great uh, death scene. I mean, they don't have to blow up the world as in Beneath the Planet of the Apes, but it would have been nice (laughs) to see him succumb to that, saving his children and or going back to Amity and sticking it to the man. Um, uh, Maybe then he has his heart attack. I don't know. Because he, yeah, cause he, he drinks. To, he, he has earned his comeuppance. Because he drinks and smokes a lot within the course of the movie. So if he keeled over and had a heart attack, it would play perfectly with what has happened previously in the movie. <laughs> he has three cigarettes just with coffee. Right. <laughs> At all times. Yeah. So um, I, I think I think that the end of the movie is a is a debacle. Um, but. Yeah, I think def- I would agree with you. One of the highlights of this movie is that when you have an action sequence, actually my favorite, I think, is the, the Harbor Patrol helicopter landing. And they do such a beautiful job of like, I'm getting out of the helicopter. And, yeah. and they, they, it goes on for so long, you're like, oh, well, maybe the shark won't come. And then the shark comes. So there's some really nice timing going on there.
0: Um, yeah so yeah it's it's, a a good workman like
1: job on everything but
0: yeah um, and yet you still say bad movie
1: well yeah because you know i i I don't want sequels to be workman like i want them to be
0: batshit crazy um (laughs) well we're going to be talking (laughs) about that in the future days The next episode, we're talking Jaws 3D. After that, we're talking Jaws 4. You're going to get plenty of that in the next sequels. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for Jaws 2. Let us know what you think. Uh, Tom says it's a bad movie. I say it's a good movie. Let us know who you think is right, and we're going to see you next time. Thanks for listening. Be good.